AI content tools are very in right now. ChatGBT, Canva Magic Docs, Jasper, and so many more that I'm not even aware of. And these tools are able to help aid you in your content creation process. You know that I am all for tools and systems that can help you simplify your content marketing. And there are some really cool ways that we can use these tools to aid our marketing. But there are also most definitely limitations to what these tools can do within themselves and also for our businesses, which is why I brought on my friend Latasha so that we could have a conversation about these new tools. Latasha Doyle is the owner of Uncanny Content, a full-service copy and content agency. Her agency helps clients with content strategy, content execution, and launching so that they feel confident sharing their best ideas. She lives in Colorado with her husband, and when she's not running her agency, you can find her puzzling or reading smut or both at the same time. Latasha also finds the best TikToks and is a pro at helping other people work their way out of panic attacks, which she's now done for me more than once. <laughs> You'll hear me say this in the episode, but if you haven't officially met her, you most likely have unofficially met her because she and her team in Uncanny Content are the content strategists and copywriters in our industry. Seriously, if you love someone's copy, it's probably because they wrote it which makes me all the more grateful to have her on today while she shares some really great ways that we can use these AI tools, as well as what their limitations are and how we can work around those. You're listening to episode 159 of the Chasing Simple podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. This episode was brought to you by the Chasing Simple content planner, and you can grab your own at amandawarfield.com planner. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Are you looking to improve your content without spending a ton of time and mental energy doing so? Whether you're looking for help knowing what to talk about, setting up content systems, or improving your launch strategy, the Chasing Simple Shop has something for you. From a year of content prompts broken up by type of content to my launch strategy mini course, which will teach you my entire strategy for launching your upcoming online course, the Chasing Simple Shop is the quick and simple way to take your content to the next level. And you can get 10% off any item just for being a listener of the Chasing Simple podcast by using the code listener at checkout. Just head to amandawarfield.com shop. And again, that code for 10% off is listener. 
Latasha, I'm so excited to have you on for everyone who hasn't met you yet, which I feel like they probably have met you. They just don't realize that you're the one writing the content and the copy for all of their favorite people. But for those that don't realize they've met you yet, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who you are and what you do? I'm Latasha Doyle. I'm the owner of Uncanny Content. We're a full service content and copy agency. So we do everything from content strategy and ideation to the actual delivery of content copy, social captions, everything like that. And her agency creates the copy for literally everyone, it feels like. Um, So if there's someone that you're like, wow, I really love their content and I love the way they write, it's probably Latasha and her team. Well, that's very, very nice. I don't think that's quite true, but thank you. Oh, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. (laughs) I'm Um, so mad. Every time I see someone share that they work with you, I'm like, that makes sense, actually. Like, I didn't realize it, but that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) You're the best. Okay, so I want to talk about these AI content tools because they are the big thing right now. And we've got ChatGPT, we've got Jasper, we've got Canva, Magic Docs. I'm sure there's a million others, but right now they have really made some big advancements and it's kind of the hot new thing. So can you kind of explain what are they and how are small business owners using them right now? Yeah, um, I am by no means an AI expert, so this is going to be probably botched at best, but basically AI is like a learning tool. So it it consumes all of this content, all of this information, and it learns how to spit it back out at you when you query it, when you ask it questions. So kind of like a search engine, right? Of It has all this information that it has collected. You ask it a question and it goes, spits it out. <clears throat> and the same goes for AI writing tools where they basically have all of this data that they've they've chewed up and now they spit it out. So if you have an idea for a blog or a social post, you can type in a few words and it's going to actually pop out a whole idea for you. So you could say something like, if you need a new title for a blog, it could be like, okay, I'm I'm writing a blog about um, bookkeeping basics. And it would spit out 20 different titles for you. It'd be like, you know, 17 ways to increase your bookkeeping or 17 ways to save money with bookkeeping, like all of these ways. And that helps like us generate all these ideas. It can really help you strengthen your titles if you really struggle with making titles. Um, but the big thing is that AI is getting so advanced now that it can actually write like full on website pages. It can write full on blogs, social captions. Um, I think people are using it to write like romance stories now, which I find so entertaining, but it is essentially a tool that consumes all of the content that's online and, you know, put online and then it can spit it out in a way that is, you know, digestible for you, or it can give you some options to like get started with your own content and copy. I didn't even think to try to use it for titles. Your romance, (laughs) your romance (laughs) novel. (laughs) No, you will not find me writing a romance novel. Um, I I think. Canva actually has a tool now where you can type in like a general idea for your graphic and it'll come up with other options for you. So, you know, it's kind of the same thing as like titles. Uh, Yeah. So Canva, their AI tool is actually pretty cool for people like me who are not very graphic oriented. Like I'm not a visual person. Same. So um, I've had a couple of clients use that and I actually really like it. That's incredible. I did not realize that I'm not, I'm also, I mean, I feel like our brains are on the same wavelength, right? But I think so, yeah. I'm not a visual person. And I know that I was probably like the absolute worst client ever for my brain designer. Cause I was like, I don't know what I want. Oh, and yeah. I can't tell you, like, I'm sure whatever you do will be fine. And she was just like, yep. 
what, Amanda? (laughs) (laughs) I I had a very similar experience with my brand designer. So yeah. (laughs) And she nailed it. She killed it. I cried when I saw it because she was like, this is genius. I would never have been able to tell you to do this. Yeah. I, I, I'm not good with that, but I'm also not good with titles. So I'm going to have to play around with that because yeah, they're really cool. I'm bad at those. I can write, I can write the blog post. I can write the email. No problem. You tell me to write a title. I'll be stuck there for two hours. <laughs> I also think that it's valuable from an SEO perspective because you'll be able to see again, AI consumes all this content and it spits it back out. So what it spits out at you is sort of like the, you know, Google related searches when you're starting to type something in and Google pops up all those recommended searches. Um, it's similar to that. So it's telling you like, this is what people are searching. This is what, you know, this is what we're seeing is trending or like really popular. And that can be really useful for SEO. That's super smart too that I hadn't thought about. Okay, so titles, helping with SEO. I also have uh, had a friend say that she asked ChatGBT, you know, give me 10 ways to market my podcasts. And so that gave her those ideas. Are you and your team using it to help with your process? I, I have a couple of thoughts on AI. One, I think it's amazing for people who are not ready to work with a copywriter or content writer quite yet. And, you know, you're just doing it by yourself. But I feel for the people who pay us, it's unethical for me to be like, hey, I wrote this, but you paid us to write it. Yeah. Um, so we don't use it at all. I have played with it in some place so that I can be educated on what the tools are. So if somebody comes to us and they're just not ready for us, I can say, actually, there's this tool that could help. And I just like to poke holes in the things that people, you know, there's so much talk about like, oh, robots are going to take over and AI is going to take our jobs. I like to poke holes in that theory. So you talk about like, chat GBT telling your friend like 10 ways to market her podcast. It's not just like coming up with those things, right? It's like, it has literally scanned the internet and it's just condensing that down. So instead of Googling for hours and hours and hours, you can actually give it a query and it can show you like, Hey, you know, we've conglomerated all these thousands of articles. Here's like the top 10 things. And I think that is really cool and really useful for research purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will flag that uh, not everything on the internet is accurate or right or peer reviewed or safe. So um, especially if you're in like the health and wellness space or anything like that, AI tools are not necessarily going to be your best friend because you do need to really proofread and review that. Yeah. And what I found interesting, I asked it recently, can I create a contract using you? And it was like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't use don't me do for that. that. I mean, not in so many words, but that was essentially, it was like, I would not recommend that. There's a lot of reasons why. Well, that's because when they, you know, crawl the internet, there's so many articles that are like, here are the elements of a contract. Make sure you speak to a lawyer or make sure you use a contract template. So they're actually learning that Mm -hmm. to say like, okay, so all these articles are pushing to something obviously, but it's, it's, uh, there's so much information online that it's not safe for you to Frankenstein your contract. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't use it to write any content or copy, but I have used it to make sure I'm, I'm hitting all of the different points that I could hit. And yeah. I used it for my own podcast episodes earlier this week. In fact, where I was like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Here's all the ideas I have. Am I missing anything? And I was able to, to say, okay, give me, I don't even remember what it was anymore, which is sad because it was like two days ago. Oh, I was trying to, and by the time this episode airs, this episode will already come out. Actually, no, I'm, I'm a liar. It'll be next week's episode, friends. Um, <laughs> what to do before starting on a new content platform. And I had all of these different ideas, but then I was like, what if, what if there's something I'm missing? I wonder if this can help me. And I think it gave me like one extra idea where I was like, oh, I can definitely talk about that too. And so- Well, the cool thing about that is that's already how we do 
you know, content research, right? Is like, has somebody else said something like I didn't say here? Does this jog anything? And it just condenses it down. So it saves you so much more time. Obviously there are things you need to fact check and whatever, but yeah, it's really helpful for ideating, um, increasing the uh, like coverage of your ideas. Like if you, like you said, you get stuck and you're just like, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. Or I want to make sure I'm covering all the bases. It, it really does help with that. It's, it's actually very cool in that way. And you mentioned that people are, are saying, you know, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna steal the jobs of copywriters and content strategists and all of this. And I, I like what you said about like, my people are paying me like that's not ethical for me to use that but on top of that you had a great reel about this where it's just like (laughs) a robot cannot write in your brand voice at least they haven't figured that out yet and to get into the brand voice of your clients or even your own business it's great for help but it's that can't be the end-all be-all if you want things to sound like you absolutely and I think that I will be blunt and just say I think the people who are scared of AI taking their jobs are the people who were already at risk of that (laughs) period if an AI tool that requires a lot of editing and zhuzhing up can write better than you, then it's not AI's fault. It's that's on you. Um, but I also think that these tools are only going to get more robust and they are going to be amazing. However, that also means that things are going to start looking and sounding a lot more alike. And, you know, you want to talk about conglomerating all of the internet and boiling it down to like the average, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to be average. We want to be able to stand out. And the way to do that is going to be having content strategy, really strong content strategy. So you're talking to the right people in the right places in the right way. And you're going to need to show up in those spaces in a way that other people are no longer showing up. Because if everybody starts to sound the same, that's not what the consumer wants, right? Like at the end of the day, our clients choose us because they like the way we talk about stuff. They like the way that we show up online. They, they like our brand or whatever it is. And if we're just kind of like skating along the average, right, with AI, how, how is that going to serve anybody? Like, that just feels dull. Well, and it goes back to the whole idea of like repelling and attracting different customers and building relationships with your people. Because if you're just average and you don't stand out in any way, you're not going to build those relationships. And then no one is going to, they're not going to think of you when it comes to whatever your area of expertise is. Absolutely. And I think that this is where AI can really be leveraged for people who are trying to get that foothold, right? Like I, I want to be an expert in my space. I want you to see me as an expert, but maybe you're not that great at writing, or maybe you struggle with titles or you struggle to come up with ideas or to really share your ideas in a concise way. So you can leverage these AI tools to really outline your thoughts, create more content as long as you edit it and zhuzh it up and make it sound like you, okay? (laughs) Uh, But it gives you these tools to show up in a way that we've never had before. And I think that that's really empowering, especially for people who are just starting out or really committed to just being like solopreneurs because this is hard. (laughs) We do a lot in a day. And if you need help writing an email, like, get it, (laughs) go, go use a tool that will help you do that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing with content is that one, we don't need to create as much as we think, but also it still is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Even when you're not putting out a newsletter every single week, well, maybe you're doing it every other week, but then you've got to email your students and you've got to email this and, you know, Last month when I did Badge Week, I was like, well, I'm writing 15 emails today and I'm only sending a newsletter once a week, but there are all these other emails that have to happen. And it's, it adds up really quickly, even yeah. if you are keeping it as minimal as possible. 
Absolutely. And I think that this is kind of where the content strategy comes into to make sure that you have a really tight strategy so you're not creating more content than you need to, but also leveraging tools. Like if you cannot afford a content writer or a copywriter right now, that is okay. There are tools out there to help. Just make sure that you are making it sound like you and not losing the strategy just for the sake of like pumping out that content, right? Right. Content for the sake of content isn't moving anyone's business forward in any way. Nope. Unless you're just, I don't know, doing ads. <laughs> you're an influencer. Yeah. yeah. But so, even that I would argue isn't going to last. So That's true too. To your point. <laughs> I'm curious what your thoughts are for small businesses that are working with strategists. How can they leverage these tools to help, I don't know, with things they're doing outside of working with their strategists with, because obviously some people work just simply with the strategist and some people yep. are working strategy and copywriting. So I would say you can use AI tools with your strategist. I have a lot of clients who come to us when we're creating a strategy to say, hey, I just had this really great conversation with my client and we talked about X, Y, Z. And I, you know, it is then my job to synthesize that down into like a title that we can use on YouTube, right? So like, that's really hard. So, you know, you could even use that to start playing around with title ideas or say like, hey, we had the story and, you know, I came up with a couple of title options. Just leveraging that as a tool, I think is really powerful. Um, I will also say like, as a strategist, you know, you may be giving them like, okay, this is where you're going to show up. Here's all the things you're going to say. Um, again, if they want to check what they are saying, like you did for your podcast to make sure, am I covering all the bases here? Uh, is there another way I could say this that maybe somebody else is talking about more? That's a great way to do it. And at the end of the day, if you're just supported with a strategist, you still have to do all the content creation, right? So titles, uh, graphics, like I was talking about Canva can help you with like your graphic titles, Pinterest titles, things like that. Uh, YouTube titles, like AI can really, really help you diversify that without losing the core of the strategy, right? Uh, I think that that is really useful. And then, you know, if you are working with a content strategist and content team, I, I think that you can use AI to generate more ideas if you want. So a lot of our clients, I will say, we create the content strategy for all their platforms, but they want to show up more on social or they want to create extra videos that like you know, they just decide that they're going to do those things to do extra content because they have the bandwidth. Um, and that's, you know, where AI could come in to be like, okay, well, I want to talk about this. How can I talk about it? Or uh, what can this graphic say on social? Things like that. And I also think that AI can be used for things like transactional emails. So if you have like a course, you need to like let them know like, hey, we have this new module ready or whatever it may be. Uh, that's a really great way to just pop something up and, you know, instead of sending it to a copywriter, it takes a couple of weeks. Like if you're, if you don't have somebody on your team already, there's a lot of ways that you can supplement that. But if you have a core content team, they're always going to prefer that you come to them and not an AI tool because they'll cry if you lose the brand voice. <laughs> the brand voice is so important. Yeah, it is. Okay. So we've talked a lot about those that maybe can't afford a strategist. What about those that are, are kind of on the edge of maybe I'm ready for a strategist, maybe I'm not. How do you know if you're ready for a strategist and what should you do before starting to work with a strategist? I think that um, there are a couple of levels of content strategy, right? So I think some people think content strategy isn't like, I just need to know my pillars and what platforms I'm showing up on and that's it. And so when you're at that point, I would say 
that's a pretty basic content marketing plan, right? Like, but everybody needs that. You need to know where you're showing up, all of that. Um, but if you are deeply actually ready for strategy, I would say you know your audience at least well enough to have converted them from your current content or, you know, however you're attracting people. You have a really good idea of your voice as it stands right now, um, knowing that it could change, obviously, as you grow. But you know what you sound like. Usually this is where solopreneurs come in, right? Like, I know my brand voice. I want it to sound like me. And I just need to know all these other pieces. And I would say you need a strategy when you are really struggling to show up and you feel like you're showing up in places and just shouting into the void. You're not really getting any ROI. You're not hearing anything like, oh my God, that was a great episode or let's post or lots of saves and shares or whatever. And if you are way too busy and you tend to just sling stuff at the wall to see what sticks, uh, it's time for a strategy with a strategist, not just like a content template or a content plan that, you know, I'm going to talk about this day on this or this topic on this day. And you're just kind of like plugging things in. You want to make sure that you have a really intentional strategy to help with all of those things, right? I'm just going to, I'm just going to just clip that and just repeat it for a whole episode. I think. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> now I know that you and your team are very full and booking very far out, but if someone was interested in working with you and learning more about working with you, what does it look like and how can they learn more? Yeah. So, um, we actually work on a retainer basis, which means that our clients are, they come back and they continue to work with us. So it's ongoing content creation, content strategy, content support, all those things. Um, we are booking as of right now um, for you too. And you can find us at uncannycontent.co. And you can also find our Instagram where I record ridiculous reels almost daily at uncannycontent. Best reels. It's <laughs> always entertaining that's for sure yeah I love them it's perfect okay so we will have all of that in the show notes if you could give everyone an action step to take this week what would it be I think the biggest thing that I want people to do is look ahead see what you have coming and start to make a plan that gets you there if you have a launch coming up Make sure your content is slowly progressing people towards that offer. Oh, so you shouldn't just say I'm working on a secret project and then launch something? You can absolutely do that months ahead of time. That's totally fine. If you have a big goal for I want to book five new clients, make a plan with content that will help you get there. Okay, perfect. And then if, I feel like this is going to be hard for you. If you give everyone a book recommendation. What would it be? So this is not work related. Um, It is called House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. It is probably one of the happiest, sweetest books I have ever read. And every time I think about it, I just get like these happy little butterflies in my chest. So I have not read that. I'll have to read that. I loved it so much. I'll report back. Okay. All right, friends, we will link that in the show notes as well, again, as all of the links to Uncanny Content and Latasha's stuff. Latasha, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was great to chat with you. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and 
help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.